everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Cool Daddy Disc Golf Podcast. I am Bobby Cool Daddy Slick Breeze. I'm excited today, guys. So today in my email box, I got the news that I am now officially an LLC. Previously, I've been doing uh, running things as a DBA when I was doing Cool Daddy Slick Breeze, but now that I've got the Clash Disc wholesale and retail thing going, I thought probably should have this as an LLC. So I got all that figured out. Uh, worked through a service online and got it taken care of. So I'm officially Cool Daddy Disc Golf LLC. So what does that mean? Well, I mean, there's a lot of legal stuff that it helps me out with, but it also means that you you should shop CoolDaddyDiscGolf.com for your latest class disc needs. Yep, the Candy Putter has been a great release, did really well over the weekend, and I think you guys need to get your hands on a new putter, and that is the Candy Putter. Now, I was going to go out today, this morning, and um, I was going to go out and do a disc review, but I woke up late. Yes, I woke up late because I was out late. Some buddies of mine wanted to go watch the movie The Creator, and I was like, I want to see that movie. That was a weird movie. It's about AI. I don't want to spoil, and no spoilers, but it's a movie about AI, and it didn't, it wasn't exactly the kind of movie I thought it was going to be, but it was actually a really good sci-fi movie. Now, I need to watch it again because it gets pretty complex. Uh, didn't quite follow the Hollywood formula of a sci-fi action movie, but there, it had some good actions, a good tense moments, and a really good storyline. And I would say the little girl that does, who is the AI uh, weapon, she did a fantastic job. And she didn't have a lot of lines, but her acting was really great. So I do recommend the movie. Go check it out. But we went out, went and saw it late, and I got in late, and I slept in because I wanted to get my seven hours of sleep and then hit the gym. So I didn't go out and do my disc review. So I'm hoping to do it either tomorrow or Friday morning. That way you can go to my YouTube channel, watch all my other class disc review, and you can watch the new candy putter review. But anyway, check that out. CoolDaddyDiscGolf.com. Pick up a candy putter or any other class disc. Also, if you are a store and you listen, or if you know a store, if you shop a store and you're like, they need class discs, or even if they already have class discs, tell them they need to get it from Cool Daddy Slick Breeze because it's just more cooler that way. <laughs> anyway, send them to CoolDaddyDiscGolf.com. They've got a little link on there where you can become a reseller so I can open an account for them and get them some great prices on some class discs. All right, so I want to share something with you that... I wasn't trying to play a trick on you guys, but I was trying something different, and I wonder if you noticed. I actually reached out to a buddy of mine, Shane Solomon, at Door Disc Golf to see if you noticed. So the last two episodes, which were my disc golf quick tips, right? Just really quick tips that I did a little research to see what people have going on as far as what they're trying to figure out for disc golf. And that's always been kind of my, from the disc golf answer man thing to even now, I want to give value to everybody, right? And one of the things I find value is disc golf tips. So, but what I did with those is I tried an experiment. <laughs> Speaking of the movie, The Creator and AI, I used AI to create those podcast episodes. And I wonder if you guys noticed a difference. So if you go back and listen to those episodes, you'll notice that, and I noticed it, now it could be just me, but the intros I recorded like I'm doing right now, talking into a microphone. But the actual disc golf tip was using AI. It was weird. So I found a site, 11labs.com, and basically you feed them about a minute to three minutes worth of audio. So I basically uh, read something, a script they give you. I read it, and it takes your voice and it clones it. So then what I did is I typed out a script of the disc golf tip, and then I fed it the script, and it 
gave me the voice. So that is me with an AI cloned voice. Now it's scary, especially after watching the movie The Creator about AI, but I wanted to see what it would what it would be like. Now what I noticed is that the tempo's a little off, the tone's a little off. In fact, my buddy was like, "Well, he didn't he wasn't he noticed the difference. He wasn't sure what was going on, but he thought maybe he, I, I was going to do I was trying to do like more a toned down, more calm delivery of the disc golf tips." And I was like, "No, that's AI." Uh, after I, I listened to the episodes myself again, I thought, uh, that, that's, it's a little too weird, but there is a way for me to train the AI a little, to be a little bit better so that it will sound a little more natural. So I'm curious about, now you have to pay a little bit more for that, but I'm curious about doing that where I literally, it's, I mean, it, it is me, but it's not me. It's me coming up with the topics, typing it all out, feeding it to the AI, to the AI but the actual voice is just the AI. And I'm trying to figure out if that'll kind of streamline things, if that'll, I'm sure you've noticed it on like TikTok or TikTok or Reels, if you watch that, that where the AI, there's a voiceover and there's some that if you knew, you'd recognize it's literally in, because you might see like a, a, a different TikTok accounts or Reels accounts where the, the voiceover sound very similar. That's AI. That's literally them feeding them text and the AI pushes out the voice and then they just, edit it into their videos. So anyway, if you thought it was weird, that's what it was. I apologize if, if you felt duped or punked, but I was just trying to experiment and we'll see how it goes. But for this one, I promise is just, it really is me. It really is me talking into the microphone and not the AI cloned voice giving you the disc golf tip. So with that being said, hopefully you guys enjoyed the experiment. It was kind of fun to, to check it out. Let's actually get into the disc golf stuff now. And here's the disc golf tip. All right. So today we're going to dive more into fall season stuff. And I've got a tip that might help you master your grip and stance on the course. But before we get into that, let's talk about something that's equally important, but often overlooked disc golf selection in cooler weather. Why does disc golf selection become so crucial Crucial when the temperatures drop? Well, cooler weather can actually affect how your disc flies. And if you're not prepared, you might find yourself struggling to make crucial shots. So what we have to consider first is the material or the plastic, right? So you've got, if you're an Innova, which most people know about Innova, you've got your DX, your Champion, your Star, and stuff like that. But now with Clash Disc, you've got your Hardy, your Softy, your Steady, and some new plastic coming out that I can't tell you about quite yet. Actually, you you may know. If you follow Iceberg TV, you'll know about Double Steady. Now, now it's not a new plastic per se, but it is a, a new look. And it's basically kind of like, it's not an overmold, but it's, it's the... Within the plastic are new colors, or two different colors, some three different colors. But it's it, and it's not halo. It's not like the halo effect, but it's just a new technique they've been using called double steady. But anyway, you'll find out more about that as the time goes. And I've got some exciting stuff for the holidays around double steady that you'll want to know about. But I digress. Let's go back to the plastic. So your DXs or your hardy or softy is going to be a little more brittle in colder weather. And while the star and champion plastics or the steady plastics will maintain better flexibility. Now, I remember in my days of Trilogy, a lot of people liked the, uh, oh gosh, I forgot what it was called. Flex. Isn't it Flex? Yeah, Flex line. Because it was really 
a lot more flexible, had a lot more flexibility, but then in the colder weather, it stiffened up a little bit. So some people preferred that. So my advice on this, as far as plastic and disc selection is to go for material that offers a better grip and remains flexible in colder temperatures. You don't want a disc to feel like a rock in your hand because of the colder weather. And I'm sure you've seen the pictures out there on Reddit and different places where people have had their older like DX plastic discs and they hit a tree or hit something and it literally cracks. Well, that's because of the colder weather is going to affect it that way. The next thing we're going to talk about is stability. Cooler air is denser, which can affect the stability of your disc. You might find that you're usually your usual understable disc is suddenly behaving like a more stable or even overstable disc. Now, not all of them, but some of them. And you also want to take in consideration when you're doing this, what's in a sense, it's, it's, how do I put, it's going to affect the, the, stability, the, the stability of your disc because of what you're wearing. So let's say you're wearing, uh, you're going to be wearing more clothes because you're gonna have a long sleeve shirt on rather than just a t-shirt. You're going to have layers on if you follow the other episode I put out, you'll have layers on. So you might have a thermal on it underneath or long johns and you might have a t-shirt on. Then you might have a, a light jacket and then a coat, obviously, depending on how cold it is. But if let's say you have a coat on, well, that's going to restrict you a little bit in your throwing, right? So if you, if it's cold enough to where you keep your coat on or your jacket on, your movement or your, I don't want to say flexibility, but yeah, your, your, your range of motion range of movement is going to be affected, which is going to affect how you throw. So keep that in mind as well when it comes to how the colder weather affects the stability of your disc. So when you're out on the course, you might want to opt for discs with stability ratings that you're comfortable with, but are slightly adjusted for cooler weather. So when you go into your bag and you're selecting a disc, you might want to select something that is maybe a little more understable if you're looking. In other words, make the adjustment based on the stability of your disc, right? Based on the cold weather, knowing that the cold weather is going to affect how it flies. Weight factors. Weight is another factor that can play a role in your di how your disc behaves in co cooler weather. Some players prefer lighter discs as they can be easier to control, especially when you're dealing with cold hands and wearing gloves. Now, I don't know a lot of people. I have seen people throw gloves or throw gloves, throw discs with gloves on, right? You've got your uh, friction gloves. Now, I haven't seen a lot of friction gloves, but I still see people mentioning them every now and then. Now, those aren't necessarily for cold weather, but they can be used if it's cold. Now, no, and then a lot of people will use hot hands. Now, obviously, they're not going to throw a disc while they got hot hands. Now, hot hands is something you can get at Walmart or at uh, pharmacies where they are little hand warmers, basically. And they'll put their hot hands, the hand warmers inside their gloves to keep their hands nice and warm. And then when we're ready to throw, they take everything, they take the hand warmers off, they take the gloves off, or they take the hand warmers out and they do their throw and they put their gloves back on. But I have seen some people throw with their gloves on in a more casual round when they want to keep your hand warm. And that's obviously going to affect your throw. It's going to affect how your disc releases and everything. So pay attention to that. Now, another option I've seen people do is the one-handed glove. In other words, they have two gloves on. They take one glove off. They keep the other on. They throw. As soon as they're done throwing, put the glove back on. So that's an option, something, a little simple tip you can add to your uh, cold weather playing. Okay. Heavier discs can offer more consistency in windy conditions, which are pretty common in the fall. So it's, it is a bit of a trade-off, right? Now, does that mean go out and buy a bunch of heavy discs? Not necessarily, but just know that maybe if you're out and it's a little colder and your discs are cold, that if the discs aren't quite flying like you are used to them flying, maybe grab a, a heavier disc to make some adjustments. So I I don't know. Obviously, I don't know your bag setup. My bag setup is to where I have, I don't have a lot of multiple 
of eat of a particular mold. In other words, I don't have, I have two, no, yeah, I have two salts, two wild honeys, two vanillas, but then the rest are just singles like my mango, my mint, uh, my berry, my peach. And then of course, now I do have two softy butters because I was putting with that, but now I've been trying out the Clash Disc candy because I really like it because it reminds me of the Deputy, which, which I really like back in Dynamic Disc days. But you might want to consider if, if, you play in colder weather and there is a particular mold that you like that you have that particular mold in different beat stages of being beat in different, different weights, maybe even to see how they fly in colder weather. Now, when it comes to like tournament, now casual play, maybe probably not a huge deal. You can make adjustments on the fly, but maybe during tournament play, it might be a good idea to, when you practice to obviously practice in that same weather, if possible, same weather conditions, so that you can see how your discs are going to be affected by the, the colder weather. And then obviously use those discs on tournament day when it is colder weather. Now, we can't always help that. But if that's something that you can incorporate into your practice, I think that'd be fantastic. So to wrap up this segment on selection and disc selection and cooler weather, remember that the right disc can make all the difference, especially when you're dealing with the challenges that come with playing disc golf in the fall. Now, stay tuned because we're going to talk more about in the next disc golf tip. We're going to talk about mastering your grip and your stance. All right, guys, I hope you have enjoyed these short, shorter episodes. I have some uh, interview episodes lined up. I've got some stores that are looking for a good time to get on the podcast and talk about their store and some other. I'm going to reach out to some players, see if we can get some players on here to talk about their tournament play and things like that. So but I hopefully you appreciate and get some value out of these disc golf tip episodes and remember go to cooldaddydiscgolf.com for the clash discs that you need if you haven't tried clash discs sign up for my newsletter get 10 percent off your first purchase as a new subscriber and i gave away a candy last month if you signed up for the newsletter i'm going to continue that now not going to be candy it's going to be another disc but i'm going to give away a disc at the end of october to everybody that subscribes so if you you don't have to be a new subscriber to enter all my subscribers are eligible but if you want in on that you need to subscribe don't send me multiple email addresses the system will catch it but yeah subscribe to the newsletter and you could win a clash disc disc and if you're new, get 10% off your first order. We'll see you on the next episode, guys.